Welcome to another edition of Maverick University. I'm your host, David Hallberg, and we have a special guest with us, one of our missionaries, uh, a brother going to the Middle East. And so I uh, wanted to have a conversation with him. Uh, brother, you gave a, a, a good uh, lesson the other day in our Bible college to our Bible college students as a part of the missions conference. And with your history, you spent many years pastoring here in the United States, 18 years? Yes, sir, 18 years pastoring, seven years as an associate pastor as well. So in, in that span of time, uh, you, you become acquainted to life in the United States, ministry sure. in the United States, yeah. and now you're making a very unique transition to missions but beside that, missions in the Middle East area. That's correct. And you brought some insights that I thought were especially helpful, and I th thought could be helpful if we could broad this, broadcast this to others sure. who are missionaries sure. uh, or pastors. And you kind of took a perspective of, these are the things I wish I had known when I was a pastor. Exactly. And these are the things that every missionary should know because this is what a pastor is thinking. And so, I, so that's I, what I want to do. I would preface some of these. I, I have them written in a book, so I'll, I'll reference that book if that's okay. Um, but I, I would preface this by saying what I said in chapel the other day. There were some pastors in the room. Sure. And, and I wouldn't want to come across as I, I know something you don't know or let me tell you how it is. Sure. But I, just addressing pastoral students and, and, and missionary prospects sure. that these are some things I wish that I had had focused on in a better way mm -hmm. as as a pastor looking at missions and then now as someone that is on mission deputation uh, speaking to pastors and I have my peers are pastors mm -hmm. for the last 25 years that's been the the ministry my my wife and I have been in the the pastoral ministry and and they're they're my peers and they're my my best of friends sure and 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 many of them will ask questions or or bounce things off of us sometime about, hey, what have you seen in mission conferences? And so I, I never try to come across it as, as a know-it-all or someone who is lecturing others, but at, at your request, we'll talk about this, certainly. <laughs> well, I thought it was very good um, because you're right. You don't want to talk down to anybody. These are no, your sir. peers, and you know these are new newer thoughts that you've had yourself I, exactly. and kind of come to some realization of some realities. And so a lot of this, I'm sure, is based on biblical principle, yes, sir. Uh, but there's absolute practical you know, applications for some of this. So yes. if you could just kind of give us what some of these, these thoughts were. Uh, some, some things, and what I did is I just sat down and, and wrote some things out. This is, I, I didn't spend a lot of time at this, maybe sure. maybe 10 or 15 minutes. I okay. just wrote down some things. Uh, dear pastor, if, if I could go back and pastor again, what are some things that I would do differently? this time in respect of missions. Mm -hmm. I can recall as I, I talked to my dad, my dad is a pastor, and I was talking with him early in the, the actually pre-deputation, I was still pastoring at this time. Mm -hmm. And I, I mentioned to him one day, I was trying to reach pastors on, on the phone, making phone calls. And I said, I, 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 I'm having a difficult time reaching pastors on the phone. And so, my dad said something along these lines. He said, son, there's a, there's a principle in the Bible that you reap and you sow. And we use that principle to, uh, to scold people sometimes. You know, that if you sow to the flesh, you'll of the flesh reap corruption. Sure. But he said the other side of that is that if you sow to the spirit of the spirit, you'll, you'll reap life everlasting. And so the, 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 the good things that, that we sow, we reap as well. And sometimes we forget that. And, and his word was this, every time I call you, you 
and your son or you and your church, you are, you're working on a mission project or you're headed to a, uh, on a mission trip or you're saving money or you're, you're building something for a missionary or a missionary is there or you're doing a mission conference because that was our heart mm-hmm. in the pastorate. We, we love missions and we love missionaries and, and I have some dear friends that are missionaries on the mission field and we tried to try to communicate with them, tried to text them, tried to send emails to them. But that being said, I would do some things differently now, even if I were to go back. And so I, I wrote out some, some simple statements. Uh, one of them is, uh, Dear Pastor, I wish I had communicated more efficiently or more effectively. It's, it's easy to, as, as a, uh, being a pastor, you, you have a, as a matter of fact, I wrote this as one of them, Dear Pastor, I wish I had not hidden behind a secretary and let her run defense for me. Um, and and I, I know that's, that's maybe in your face a little bit, yeah. but the, the secretary is answering the phone at the church and she's, she's taking the messages. And when, when that, the, the missionary is, is calling, it's, it's easy to get three or four or five phone calls behind and then they just sit there on your desk. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, I want to help every missionary that came through. When, when, a, when a missionary would come through, I would watch their video or their presentation and, and, and I would feel a burden for that. that. That's what I want my heart to be. Mm-hmm. So every missionary that calls us, I can't support. And it's hard to say no. It's hard to say no, I can't have you to come or no, if they come, no, we don't have the funds to support you right now. And so sometimes it's easier to just ignore it. If I ignore this, Missionaries are not a problem, but if I ignore the problem, it will go away. Or if I ignore the phone call, I don't have to worry about it. On this side, with making making phone calls for, for deputation work, I would rather a pastor just call me back and say, hey, brother, we can't have anyone right now. I would rather have a no than a nothing. Just just mm-hmm. Just be up front. So I wish I had communicated uh, more uh, efficiently with with missionaries who were on deputation and even with, with our missionaries who were on the field. Well, I could be kind of empathetic with the pastor's position there where he's got you know a missionary calling and the answer is no, and no one wants to say no to another servant of God who's going to try and do a work for God somewhere else. I mean, you feel like a heel, yes. I imagine, and it's just easier not to make the phone call than yes, to sir. make the phone call. And, you know, sound calloused or heartless or yes, sir. just by saying no. That's if, challenging. If there were another way, if there were another way to do deputation, I would sign up for it. <laughs> then other than making phone calls. Yes, sir. I, I shared this with the, the, the mission students uh, on, earlier this week that having been on one side of the desk as a pastor and you, you're the, the final authority, if you will, on some things. Like we will have this missionary or we won't have this missionary to come in. Or we will, yes, we will do this program or we won't do that program. Um, but we will, whatever, whatever the situation is. And it's, uh, it's one thing to, to call the shots. You know, I'm an independent, fundamental, Bible-believing, fire-breathing, smoke out the ears, you know, King James. All of those things that we say and we believe. And, and you, you have to have that in your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, some grit in your crawl. But when you come to the other side of the table and you're no longer the one who is making the decision, you're, you're asking. 
yeah. instead of telling. And that's hard. You're asking. It's it's very humbling. Yeah. It's a very humbling thing to to be in the position of of asking, and it's it's the way that we do it. If there was a better way, I I, I would sign up for it today. <laughs> <laughs> Put me on the list to do deputation. In a different. Way. It's not a the deputation process is a is a wonderful it's a wonderful tool of learning. I, we our faith has grown. Mm-hmm. My wife and I have seen God do wonderful things. It's it's amazing to to have a, a a spot in a schedule where you're in a certain part of the country and you need to fill the schedule and and you perhaps you call 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 send email after email and and you don't get anything and you go and pray and say Lord if we had something we would we would gladly be in in this service in this area and if not we'll just we'll be obedient to you we're going we're going to church somewhere. And it's it's not in my best option personally to just drop into a church. Mm-hmm. Honestly, for me, I feel as if I have failed because I'm I'm trying to fill that schedule. Sure. And if I stop somewhere uninvited, I failed to book a service mm-hmm. on deputation. And so, perhaps the Lord is working on on my my pride in that area to just uh, humble me in in a place or two. Um, but but to to see God provide miraculously, we had we've had a couple of churches, a couple of times where we just we didn't have a place to go, so we stopped at a church, and it's exactly where we needed to be. Mm. I would never have made contact with with that pastor just by the means of communication, or didn't really know about the church. Someone told us at the last minute, you should go here. And it's just miraculous how God has worked some things out. And so it, it's amazing, the journey of faith, even on deputation. Yeah. So number one, pastor, um, communication is key. Don't hide behind the secretary if at all possible. Try and yes. get answers to missionaries. Yeah. Uh, anything else for a, a pastor, dear pastor? I, a dear pastor, I wish I had posted on a website my protocol for missionary prospects. Okay. Every church does it differently, how they, how they bring missionaries in. Mm-hmm. Some, the pastor meets missionaries and he asks them to come. Some only bring missionaries for a mission conference. Mm. Some only support missionaries who come in at their mission conference. Some never book any missionaries. They only do drop-ins. If a missionary stops by, they will maybe give a love offering and, hey, brother, we're praying for you. If God leads us to, we'll support you down the way. So there's a whole range of, of scheduling Sure. And then just response. And some of that is, is just pastoral personality mm-hmm. and maybe sometimes even um, uh, generational idiosyncrasies. Um, and so I, I'll, I'll stop there because I'm not, I'm not <laughs> as young. I'm not as old as some old elderly. How should I put that? I, yeah, you'll have to edit that out, brother. <laughs> um, so, so obviously you're kind of caught in between here. You're, you don't want to scold the older. No, but, you know, absolutely not. Um, dear, dear Pastor, I wish I had learned every missionary child's name. When, when yeah. we support a missionary, it, it is so important that we pray for them. And it's easy to pray for the, we would call their name, you know, the last name in the field, the last name in the field. But to personalize that and, and to call the children's names. And because if, if you know the children's names, you have had to take some time to look at that prayer card or that prayer letter. And, and you read that prayer letter and you're going to be more in tune with the missionaries that your church supports mm-hmm. and, and knowing them by name 
and finding out what what are some of the, the direct needs that, that they have. And the last one that I wrote in that, Dear Pastor, I wish I had approached missionaries before they approached me. It's an awkward situation. Being my personality, just from my background, I'm not greatly intimidated in, in environments, but again, it's a humbling thing to go to a pastor mm. and to to introduce yourself as a missionary because in the back of the mind, oh, here's a missionary, they're looking for support. And I, I hate to say that, but that's exactly what everyone's thinking. Yeah. And so I, I wish that I had gone to them. Hey, brother, what's your name? Where are you going? Can I get a prayer card? I'll be praying for you. I wish I had done that. You take that burden off of them. You take it off of them. Yeah. Exactly. Well, yes, sir. Good. And so we're going to switch roles here real quick. Yes, sir. So this is, dear pastor, I wish had. Now it's dear missionary. I now know. Yes, dear, dear missionary. So these these were just, this was like a, a scattergun okay. of, of thoughts that I had. Uh, dear missionary, please be patient with me. I had six other missionaries call before you. <laughs> Honestly, you some you get on a call list and you will receive sometimes 10 or 15 calls in a week. Mm-hmm. And that's on top of everything else that you're doing at, sure. as a pastor. You can't have all of them. So please be patient. We will return your call. And, and I tried to return every call that a missionary made to us. I'm sure some slipped through the cracks somewhere. Um, but you... you um, you want to please be patient. Please be patient. I, I, will, I will return your call if you'll just give me some time. Dear missionary, I spent all day yesterday at the hospital, and today I'm locked in on studying for Sunday. Sundays, Sundays never stop for a pastor. Sunday sure. school, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, a, 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 a Bible study that you're doing or a class that you're teaching or a discipleship class. There's always something to prepare for, and there are times where you you have, as a pastor, you have to pull away from the phone. You have to pull away from people and focus on the Word of God. You have, pe- your, you, you know, your church to, to feed. So it, just because I didn't answer the phone and it's Wednesday afternoon. So Wednesday afternoon is the time to sure. call pastors. It's Wednesday afternoon. I spent all day Monday and Tuesday with a family. A loved one was dying. We had a funeral. I didn't focus on anything. Now I'm focused on the Word of God. So just, again, just be patient with be patient with us. Dear missionary, I will not feel your full burden. God has called you and God has placed the burden of, of that people or that country on you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to feel that full burden. But if you can transfer a portion of that to me, if I can feel your heart, you are more likely to get support than if, if, if you, and you, it's not necessarily emotions, but you can tell someone who has the burden of a people or a place on them. As a pastor, what were some things that stood out in, stand out in your mind when you think about missionaries that you supported as a church that, man, they, they did transfer the burden. What was it that they did to help with that? And uh, someone who has a, an, an interest in people, mm-hmm. it's so going into, as a missionary now on deputation, going into churches, some weeks my wife and I, in last fall, we were in four and five churches a week. Wow. And that's four or five pastors, four or five assistant pastors, four or five sets of ushers, four or five youth groups, mm-hmm. four or five congregations, four or five different service styles and varieties. I mean, these are all people that believe like us and practice like us, but 
everyone does things differently. Sure. If you've yeah. traveled in churches at all, you know that. And so when you come in, you as a as a, a, a missionary, you have to put yourself out there. And it's it's like this. I would explain this to our young people in in the youth group. In so in the in the old days, when a man would wear a sword, the 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 sword, the right hand is that that protection of that sword. This is your protection. So when you when you extend your hand, mm-hmm. you have opened yourself up. You have exposed yourself to them. Mm-hmm. And when you expose yourself, you you place yourself in a bit of danger or a precarious situation. It's like extending the hand to someone and smiling. You might not get a good response back. Yeah. But just approach, being approachable and approaching people, may it's yes, it's difficult going into a lot of different churches and different environments and and uh, different philosophies, different ministries. Yes, you we might have already been in four churches this week, but this one right here matters. And we, my wife and I, we try to pour ourselves into that service and into those people as if they're the only one. And someone who is aloof, a missionary who, who comes, who is aloof from people or, or standoff, honestly, I wonder how will they relate on the field? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a, a long answer to a simple question. Someone who really just cares about people and, in, and invest even in the young people in our congregation, tries to learn a name or two, tries to engage, you think, okay, they're, they're going to make it happen wherever they go because they're ministers. They're ministers. So despite deputation being go, 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 the missionary needs to stop, 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 yes. stop, stop. Stop and take the time to, to learn a name. I, I, I don't want to say I I, 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 I just said it three times. We want to be interested in people and invest in people. Mm-hmm. There are, how many college students do you have currently, roughly? Hundred, five? Hundred, hundred, hundred college students. When one asks me a question, there's an attempt made to ask, now what's your name? Where are you from? Mm-hmm. I can't remember all of them. But I, it's not just a game, but to be genuinely interested in that individual. This might be the only conversation we ever, that this individual and I ever have. So if I will take the time to at least ask their name and repeat their name to them and then converse with them. What impact can we make on people's lives with something so small as that, mm-hmm. just repeating their name to them? So just be interested in people. And that comes, that comes through. Mm-hmm. That comes through even without saying it does. People know if you care or not. That's good. That's good. Well, thank you so much for joining us, and I appreciate the counsel that you gave us concerning this transition that you've gone through from pastor to missionary prospect on deputation and just some of the realities. We're two worlds that are entirely separate from each other. Sometimes they collide. Yes, and then cross. Yeah, absolutely. It's our our great privilege. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be here. Thank you so much. It's our honor. And catch us on our YouTube channel for our other episodes. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe, and also check the audio-only platforms as well.